What is going on, 5'9 Gamers? My name is Joe Wags, and today I will be your host for your favorite podcast, the Dilk on Battle Podcast. Our podcast is presented to you by 5'9 Gaming, your source for all things gaming, anime, and entertainment related. Be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on all things 5'9. Today's episode is 89 Back to the Future Saga. Uh... Today, uh, we've got a lot going on. We've got Tanabata. We've got Anniversary coming up for Global. So to help me talk about all of this fun stuff, we have got a few wonderful guests today. Um, it's finally nice to have our our boy back, our Resident Evil master, Sunblade, is returning to us again. How are you doing, Sunblade? Hola, chicos. Como esta? <laughs> well, I, I've been to uh, Spain last week, so I had to do this. Uh, shout out to the Spanish Dokkan Battle community. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm great. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying Dokkan right now with the new unit. Amazing. Very nice. Now, Sunblade, I have to ask if you're feeling all right, because the last time you're on the podcast, I know your forehead is large, but it was looking exceptionally large. Uh, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. The larger okay. it is, the, the, the stronger my power level is in Doka. So. Oh, I see. So as you link level, the forehead grows. I see how this works. Right. So. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Very good. All right. Well, next up, we have got the Super Battle Road King himself. But today I'm going to call him the World Tournament King because he just finished a 12-hour oh, grind on the World Tournament. The Mass Ningen, how are you doing? Yo, how's it going, everybody? That's right. I am here, fresh off of a twelve. Uh, fresh, probably not the right word, but straight after a twelve-hour world tournament stream. Uh, it was actually really fun. Um, a lot of bizarre chat about various things. A lot of world tournament grinding. It was. Uh, it was pretty good for considering all. Like you know, it was playing the world tournament, which is one of my least favorite things to do in the game, but. You know, you got to get it done if you want those rewards. So it was a fun stream and uh, I'm very excited to be here because there's a lot of stuff going on this week. So I did not want to miss this one. Uh, don't worry, Ningen. We've got a whole block put aside to talk about your favorite mode, the World Tournament, a little bit later. So yes. just hold on to those thoughts and, and we'll <laughs> jump into that. All right. So last but not least, we've got the man who is going to find a way to argue that Tech Ultimate Gohan is better than the Father Son Gallic Gun unit. Minato, how are you doing? <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't put that on me. They're going to no. attack me. No, no. <laughs> They're going to come for me. Oh, it's over. <laughs> Get your pitchforks. Get your pitchforks. We're going after me. Why would you say that? Oh, my God. I know. No. I know. I, I apologize. I'm putting words in your mouth, Minato. You, you, you haven't been talking about Tech Ultimate Gohan as much this week. So um, I, I'll, I'll well, go easy on you. OK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hop into things here. So on JP, we have got Tanabata. It's finally here. We've got some stuff going on. So we're going to start with the big topic at hand here. And we've got this new father son Gallic gun dual or not dual dual compass, but just dual unit joint forces unit. They're joint voice forces, right? Are they? Mm -hmm. uh, are they? Yeah. Yep. OK. They're not in exchange. Yep. They're joint forces. All right. So first, I want to start off with how were the summons? And just your take on the unit. So, Minato, as a JP player, we will start with you on this one. <laughs> well, the, the unit... First, the tell us about good. your summons. We tell, tell everyone about your summons. You know... <laughs> <laughs> um, I am 1,700 into the banner without them. So, you know, that's, that's pretty cool, right? You know? Um, it's really fun when you get, like, every single featured unit multiple times. And you don't mm. have the new unit, right? It's like, oh, wow, that's... It's pretty good. You're back. Hello, right? <laughs> um, 
so yeah, summers haven't been going that great, uh, unfortunately, right? You know, but um, the unit itself is pretty good. I, <laughs> I think they're the be- I think they are the best unit in the game. If we're just gonna just gonna put that out there, my opinion. Mm, but yep. yep, 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 yep. I can see that. Um, Sunblade, I hear your summons were almost as good as Minato's. How how is your summons going here? Yeah, uh, as of right now, um, yeah, I've been like nineteen hundred. Uh, into the banner on 1900 zones. I put them at 1800. I think, um, yeah, pretty annoyed by that. Uh, again, we need a new pity system or a pity system at all. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm pretty frustrated because it happened on the last day of my vacation. It was so great and the last day was so bad because of it. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's that's how it is. It is a gacha. I got to deal with it. It is what it is. Um, about the unit, yes, they are the best unit in the game, um, but people should stop complaining about the seven years now um they are still great so yeah don't slander uh sunblade um, you said that this unit is number one which means that they're better than the year seven so it means that the year seven suck right because that, that's how it works right that's what that's what they right. told me in the comments um yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> just asking you <laughs> yeah from my understanding global players should skip the anniversary banners and just say for this at this point right we only gotta wait till december i mean you mm. know uh, come on, the banner, the banner really, really, really sucks. So no. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, anything yeah. else you wanted to add, Sunblade, on the unit? Yeah. Again, um, they're the best unit in the game right now. Like you can put them in whatever event, and they're doing great. Um, guard in slot one is great. I think they're never going to age. So uh, yeah. I I invested eighteen hundred stones to to get them, but I think in the end it was worth it. So. Please, next yeah. multi. I'm praying. <laughs> <laughs> Minato's probably pulling right now as we speak, right? Minato, you got to hold your summons up to the camera and let let everyone watch you pull uh, them. If, like, if I do a multi, I'll video. hold it to the camera. What about That's the that? way to go. Okay. Um, do, Megan, do I'm going to jump to you next because I think, you know, you're a global player, but I know you got your JP side, and I'm pretty sure you've actually done videos on this unit. So what? I tell have. Us, yeah, so, tell us about uh, your summons and then your take. Yeah, I have my JP side account. I don't really use it very much. In fact, the last time I logged into it was probably when the free-to-play superhero Gohan was released and I farmed him up, rainbowed him. And I think the last time I logged in before that was probably the anniversary of JP. So I don't use my account that often. Um, And the few stones that I have got here and there from logging in, I was saving towards the potential future superhero stuff. But I saw the animations and everything for this unit and read what they did and all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to say, funnily enough, I was I was one of the first people that I saw on Twitter saying, everyone's saying it should be Vegito Blue or Sword of Hope Trunks, but I actually think it would be pretty cool if it was Father Sun Gallic Gun. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I thought, you know what, why not? I'll jump in and summon. If nothing else, it gets me an extra video today because I could just do a summon video. And um, yeah, I pulled them in 250 stones because I literally had 300 stones on the account. Um, so yeah, I pulled them in 250 stones. I got a Vegito Blue Fusion. I thought it was a nothing animation, but obviously because I wasn't really paying attention and the text is in Japanese, it was actually the like, give it to me now thing because yep. the group of people that flew in, I can't even remember who it was. And yeah, I got the Vegito Blue animation. So obviously it was a one in, was it four shot to be the one? That I wanted it to be, and it was them, and it was pretty crazy. Um, the unit is insanely good, even at 55%. Uh, considering this video is going to go up, because it hasn't gone up at the time of recording, but the video is going to go up after hits come out. 
Um, I took them at 55% into the red zone Bojack stage, which was the next stage on my JP account that I'd been unable to beat with the team that was previously my best team in the game so far on my JP account, because it's a lot weaker than my global account. And I literally did it on the first try. So <laughs> the unit is uh, incredibly good. I love the animations. The category that they lead is ridiculous. Um, yeah, just what a unit. So global. Um, I wouldn't skip the anniversary. I know we're going to get into probably more details about this kind of stuff, but like obviously the anniversary units are going to get power crept eventually. But even if you want to say that Trunks of Vegeta are better than them, which I feel like the main thrust of that argument just comes from the fact that they're better than them defensively. So obviously when it comes to difficult content, they're going to get you killed less. So that probably in a lot of people's eyes makes them better. But the real point is the fact that those three units are still in the highest tier of units in the game and everything else is below them. So even if Trunks of Vegeta, you think they're better or you think the seven years are better, it doesn't really matter because they are the only units that are on that level. They are the three best units in the game. So I did see a lot of global people being uh, almost disappointed in my chat earlier saying that, you know, they've been super hyped for the seven year allies to release on global, which is coming out like next week. And now a unit has just come out on JP that now everybody is saying is better than the anniversary LRs. But honestly, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Those two units are still great. I'm still hyped for that. I know we're going to talk about anniversary stuff at some point, but yeah, they're great. So love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just the natural progression of things. The gotcha wouldn't be doing its job if the units didn't get better the longer yeah. the game was out. So that's just the natural progression. And in case it wasn't clear, when I was telling uh, global players to skip the anniversary and save for this, I was joking. Like, you you should all summon. Seven-year, like, it doesn't mean that the seven-year anniversary cards aren't fantastic. They're amazing. Um, they're going to feel really good when we play them. I'm excited to play them. Um, oh, yes. In terms of the father-son Gallic gun unit, I've just watched some videos, some showcases, and uh, they do seem absolutely busted. They seem virtually unkillable. And... Um, they're not as offensive as the seven years. So that's something I think the seven years will have over them is that they're mm -hmm. more offensive, but defense is really the king in this game because you can be as offensive as you want, but if you're just getting one shot in red zone, doesn't matter. So, yep. um, and it, I know Ningen, you mentioned that their category is really good. Um, we're going to jump in and talk specifically about the category and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here. Uh, Minato made a tweet earlier saying that he thinks the unit could be really busted because they have limited categories. And I said, Minato, you know, I tweeted back. I said, they're going to be on the, they could be on the new really busted category that the, they designed. And sure enough, they designed a new busted category. I believe it is called bond of father and son. Is that correct? Is that the translation? Bond uh, of parent and child. Bond yeah, of parent and child. Okay. Um, yeah. So Minato, uh, can you just give us an overview about what's on the category just so for people unfamiliar with how busted this category is? Yeah. Let me do this multi first. Um, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we we got to check out the multi. Get, get that, get that multi in. Let's see what I get here. <laughs> It'd be cool. Uh, to be Trump's honest, it would be pretty cool if you pulled them on the, yeah, if you pulled uh, them the, right now, exactly. That'd be pretty sick. But. Trunks and Chaozu. <laughs> Trunks, that's the, the iconic, dynamic duo. Iconic duo. Yeah, I love it's that episode. I, iconic duo. Sometimes they have those hidden combinations you didn't realize. <laughs> I'm just gonna skip to this multi man. It's so <laughs> bad. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
I mean, yeah. it could always lead us into another discussion about how Doka needs a true pity system, but you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, we have we have these disasters. Let's let's hope that uh, my anniversary luck is good. A uh, little side note here: my current rank is seven seven seven, so I'm I'm gonna keep my rank there when I'm summoning. That's that's you the should. plan. Yeah, I am. I am. It's a lucky number. All right, Minato, you got that category up? Are you summoning uh, again? The category is really good. I think the category is quite powerful. Um, the thing is that, like, it's just basically Goku family plus Vegeta family, then all those duo Goku and Vegeta LRs just together, and then it just busted, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> like, That's on, a pretty on. wide roster. It's a stupid category. It's a stupid good category. Like, uh, I don't know what they're... <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what they're thinking when they made it. Um, to be fair, I did think that they would make this category before Dragon Ball Super Superhero Gohan. I didn't really expect an LR like mm. this to get it, which makes sense, right? But I, I was thinking it would be for that Gohan, right? Because obviously he's a new movie character. The best way to do it would be giving him bust a category. The reason why he went there was for Pan, but I guess I'm going on a sidetrack thing. Right? <laughs> um, I think that obviously the category is just too good, right? Just every good unit in the game is basically there. And then which units get the full 200? What's the 30% on on this leader skill? It is the Battle of Fates category. Okay. Now, I would say that there are uh, some nice units there, but most of the units that are really good are on only 170%. But, like, for example, we have all the LR Super Saiyan 4s. We have LR Kalkin Goku, Namek Goku, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure the Battle of Fate category is basically every saga that ends, you know, the, the yep. main character. Yeah, it's like the right? final so, boss, isn't it? Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. fighting the final boss, everyone in, in that fight specifically, right? Which, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, if you watch Dragon Ball, you know what that is. So I said, don't really have to explain it, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's it, like the final boss. So like the like for example, Vegito versus Buhan, like they're not on there. It's the Kid Buu versus Super Saiyan 3 Goku is like mm -hmm. the last fight. So yep. I was actually surprised. I completely forgot because obviously when you think like Battle of Fate, it makes you think of like, those epic final battles, which I know this is, but because I don't like and don't really care about GT, I completely forgot the fact that the LR Super Saiyan 4s would be on there. So I'm pretty sure isn't this the first team that both of them get the 200% uh, lead, the, S the STR Goku, uh, STR Vegeta and AGL Goku? Because they both had 200% leads already, but they weren't both on both of them, whereas yeah, they're both on correct. this one. So uh, I, I did run that as a rotation. In, I think my original video that I did because yeah the, those two together are crazy but... yeah it sounds pretty busted and even if you're 170 is still a very sufficient leader skill so with the quality yep. of unit on there like you can run full 170 you're not really missing out uh, and then if you get the 200 on a unit or two I would just consider that a bonus at this point um, sounds very good I mean because when you're a leader you got two of the basically the best unit in the game like the team is going to start off really strong so, okay, does anybody else have comments on the category? Okay, very I think it's pretty category. basic. Yeah, it's just busted, right? Like, very good. <laughs> Go when you got Goku family, Vegeta family, and yeah, it's all combined in the ones. Very, very good. All right, now, um, I think someone commented earlier that the banner is not good. Does someone want to just give us an overview of the banner? And then do we want to give advice on whether players should summon or not on the banner? So, um, Sunblade? Yeah, yeah I, Sunblade, uh, you go uh, ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead here. So um, I don't have to say much, I think. Uh, I think it's sufficient if I say, yeah, 
Inch Goku Black is on there. Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken Goku is on there. Any previous Tanabata LRs on there. Um, I think Kalen Khalifa is on there as well, the tech one, and STR Kefla. So, uh, yeah, 10 featured units, um, including the two new units. Uh, when I saw the banner, I was like, what the hell is going on here? It is yep. that bad. Where is Ginyu? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I summoned nonetheless and got punished. Uh, not as hard as, as Minado, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's they... it's a pretty bad banner. Don't don't skip the seven year anniversary banners for that. <laughs> no, no oh. way. Yeah, the banner what? is actually trash. Um, like there's some good units on it, but I think the reason why it's so bad is because everybody's expectations for it were so much higher. Because um, the previous year's Tanabara banner, not to say that it was a great banner, but it had specific units on it that we then assumed those time slots would be repeated because I made a video like predicting what I think the banner would look like. And last year's banner, if you just go by like the time slots, uh, had the first Dokon Fest to release after the anniversary and it had the New Year's dual Dokon Fest units on it. So in theory, if they'd done the same thing again this year, that means the banner would have had Ginyu, Physical Super Saiyan 2 Goku and STR Kid Buu. So those three units on a banner with this new LR, like this would have been a must summon banner and then they give us this instead. It's, uh, it's quite shocking. <laughs> I can't believe well, Goten and Trunks are still on it. Like, <laughs> that's crazy to me. Uh, My theory is that Dokkan, they're very smart and they know that they just dropped basically the best unit in the game and people are going to summon on this regardless. So they yeah. probably felt they could get away with throwing all these junk units on there and, uh, yeah, you know, they people are still summoning. Yep. Yep. Well, this is yep. the literal example, even though this is a Dokkan Fest exclusive LR, so it's slightly different, but this banner is literally the classic example of a legendary summon banner where, well, maybe not the only one, but like the only unit you actually want when you're summoning is the new unit. Like Tech and Khalifa are still pretty good. Um, the AGL Goku Black, I think, is being massively underrated, but he's obviously not great. Like the unit you want to get is the LR. But yeah, I was I was there. waiting for this. <laughs> but yeah, the banner is yeah, just Minato. bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's let that lead us into the banner unit Goku Black because it is the next topic on our list right, here. Then. So let's fight. So <laughs> All right, Ningen, why don't you start us off? Talk about the AGL Goku Black. Eh, he's alright. That's literally it. He's okay. <laughs> um, people saying that he was trash. He's not trash. He's okay. But I wouldn't even necessarily go as far as to say he was good. I'm just saying he's okay. But if you say that he's trash, you're wrong. Basically, there you go. So he, uh, obviously the, the, the biggest problem with him at the moment is that you need, he needs more for the teams that you want to run him on. Like he needs a really good runnable Goku Black or Zamasu or Merge Zamasu or something that has those links that he has plus like big bad bosses. Uh, because when you actually have him on a rotation where he has those links active and he's at his full build up from his passive, um, he's like, he can be at like 500k defense after super attacking, which for a unit who is just a support unit, quote unquote, like that is pretty good. Um, now, obviously, not every unit is going to be good in every event. Uh, Red Zone, especially some of the later stages, are very tough right at the beginning. Because I know a lot of people's biggest criticism of him is that he's a unit that needs to get hit a couple of times in order to build up his defense and actually max out his passive. But he doesn't really have any defensive tech. Like, he doesn't have guard. 
He doesn't have damage reduction. He doesn't start off with particularly high defense. But, I mean, the way you would use this unit if you're playing smart is you just get him to take some hits in, like, the first turn, and then you float <laughs> him off. Because even after he's taken, like, two or three hits, post-super attack, his defense will be enough that he can then take the other couple of normal attacks that he needs to take to then get his passive to be fully maxed out. So... I think a lot of people, this happens with units all the time, and it is fair, I guess, in a way, to rate units like that. But, like, this unit needs a little bit of help, and then he'll probably be pretty good. Whereas at the moment, he's just okay. And I feel like people see these units that need a little something extra, like a new, better link partner, and then they'll be good. But because they don't have that right now, they just go, oh, they're trash. Like, which, yeah. I mean, he's not great. He could have been better designed, but I don't think he's trash. So, there you go. Kind of slander uh, so, him now. <laughs> yeah, Minato, if you want to start your slander, go ahead. Okay, I'm not <laughs> actually going to slander him. I think that in his juiced up situation where you have his links active and, you know, you have him fully built up and he can look pretty solid, right? Because he has multiplicative buffs. The issue uh -huh. is with his design itself. Again, like Negan said, I think that a unit that starts off with low defense and then has to take a lot of attacks... This is not good design. It's stupid yeah, it's design. Stupid. Yeah. It, it's, it's like the worst design they've ever done in the game, in my opinion, right? Especially if they don't have something like guard or damage reduction, right? I like his support passive, but with him being a support unit, that means you're going to flow him off, which means that he's going to have way less opportunities to build up. And that's not good, right? Especially for a red zone. I feel like... Mm. um. If you're floating this guy off as a floating support unit like he's intended, then it's less likely you're going to get all those hits you need. And then by the time you get to the end of the fights where they actually attack a lot, you won't be built up and then he'll take a lot of damage, right? And along with that, we're comparing this as a brand new unit. Let's compare him to like the Androids 19 and 20 <laughs> yeah. or, you know, mm -hmm. the Rakuman Goldo, even Birder and Jace, right? They yeah. have like all this defensive tech but are also kind of like supporting or, you know, we're going to go to like stun, lower attack, seal, right? This guy does seal, but like, I just don't think he does enough like special stuff. He's really just pure stats. And a unit just having pure stats means that they're more likely to age out quicker than other units. Now, when we get like S-tier Rosé, you have them together. This guy has like 500k defense plus super attack. He's going to look good, right? For sure. But I think when you're actually going to be using this guy in like, three months from now you're he's not going to be as good as you know as looking at him in a showcase between two support units right that's just my opinion these can change maybe the goku black and zamasa team comes out and they're like the best team in the game for like three years or something crazy right obviously that's a hyperbole but you guys get I, I think people may get my point with that right i just think that units should offer more than just stats nowadays right yeah if you look no, at his passive, he just does nothing, right? And I hate that he has super effective. Like, Yeah, why? <laughs> he's a support unit. He shouldn't... Yeah. Who cares about his damage, right? He's providing the damage with the other units on rotation. But that's really it. Um, He could look nice, for sure, but I just think that compared to the other units, his longevity won't be as long. And I think that's a really important thing to consider on when you're summoning for a unit. How long mm -hmm. will they be relevant for? And this guy, I don't know, right? Well, the other thing I will say to that, though, remember, because you said it yourself, right? Is like when we compare them to Rakuman and Guldo um, and like Android 19 and 20, those two units do have 200% lead teams and he doesn't. So 
All of the stats That's that fair. we've been talking about are on a 170 team. So when he does get a 200% lead, those are obviously going to be higher. Um, Things could get crazy for him. I agree. Well, like I said, like uh, to draw from your point, it's what I said. I mean, people could take it as a cheeky dig, but it's kind of what I meant it as, is you're just supposed to play smart with him. If you go into an event and in your mind, you're just like, well, he's a support unit, so he has to go in slot three, then you're not using him correctly. Like if on turn one, there's three attacks in slot two, you put him in slot two. You don't just put him in slot three because he's a support unit. Like you and let then, him get those hits in the first turn. Yeah, and but then you float him off. Like that's what you that's what you should do. But if you stay stuck to oh well he has to be in slot three all the time, then obviously, yeah, he's potentially not gonna get his build up before you get to the difficult stages. But yeah, I think he can look okay. But like I said, I'm not even gonna go as far as to say he's good. I just think he's okay. And all the people that are saying he's trash, I do not agree. The thing is that you build teams with rotations in mind, right? That's how the game works now. We all we know how rotations work. Uh, yep. Unless you're a new player, right? So you're going to deliberately mess up your rotations to get his attacks, which is fair, so that he won't get killed at the end of the events. But let's say you're in red zone Broly. He's in seventh slot. And then you're already at the difficult stage. Stage two, right? Red zone just starts off hard already, right? And oh, yeah. That Broly's like tech, for example, and you're just kind of screwed over. Like, oh, you, I'm going to put this unit in front of all these attacks, right? It just doesn't work like that sometimes. You could say, oh, just put him where these attacks are and he's good in like the first stage, but it's not always going to pan out that way. You know, the game oh, loves yeah. to screw us over. <laughs> I'm sure many of you guys experienced that. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is with the red zone in particular, though, that applies to even good units. Because like if you get yeah. like your double leader and then some other random unit rotation as the first turn, that could potentially kill your entire run. So exactly, sometimes right? RNG does work against you, but I don't think that's not necessarily the direct fault of the unit themselves. But, but, the but yeah, I do see what you mean. Like if you... It's very. It's possible that you get put into a situation where you just can't actually make him work, and obviously, that is not a good aspect of his design. So. And it's this type of design. It happens more often with these type of characters mm. than it does with characters that are, are a little different, or at least have some of that defensive tech. Like, Rukum and Goto have the guard to help them build up their passive. So you're like, okay, well, I could take those attacks, right? Even if I haven't built up in like the second or third phase, maybe they're in the seventh slot. Or, you know, something where they have, like, you know, a unit that actually evades and builds up their attacking defense, right? Because they actually don't mm. take damage in that region, right? But this unit has to directly take those hits. It's like, you yep. know, the physical beers kind of thing, Luke, Hauk, and Goku. We saw how those characters aged out a little quickly because they have that type of mechanic. Mm. Uh, Sunblade, do you have anything to add on Ajo Goku Black? Or did they cover it all for you? Okay, so they covered a lot on Minato like right at the end of his of his first part he said it like why is he super effective against all types it doesn't make mm. sense he is a support unit you put him in a third slot most of the time he should have had guard after yeah. the fifth hit that's that's it like that doesn't make any sense and this pretty much is proof to me that akatsuki doesn't play test these <laughs> units they just yeah. they just just do stuff or maybe this unit was finished uh two years ago i don't know like what what is this like i'm i'm hurt because i'm a massive goku black fan just as vilify yeah. <laughs> and, and they they published this unit like what the hell um yep. <laughs> see again my theory is they don't play with the unit they calculate the max stats in the unit they're like okay hmm. <laughs> like what's their Maybe, best rotation yeah. look at these numbers they're good mm. uh that's my theory it, we have to send that. goresh to the akatsuki hq 
Uh, we need to find yeah. out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll find yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot of things that were said. I feel like when you look at this unit, like fully built up and you really dress him up with like the units around him, he can actually look pretty solid, but overall his design is poor. Uh, once again, being a support unit that needs to get hit, that doesn't have good defense turn one, you're going to get crushed in red zone turn one. Even if you have that hypothetical first turn, you put him in slot two to take three hits. Well, what if one of those is a super attack? You might be getting crushed there. Uh, that being said, not every unit is built for red zone. And I just feel like this is one of those units that isn't built for red zone. I think you can definitely get him through red zone with some luck and some proper planning. But um, I would say, I would say extreme super battle road and red zone, like those events where you can get just ridiculously hit hard turn one is where he's going to struggle. Now the seal would help him in extreme super battle road. But um, I think in most content in the game, that's the other thing we think about. We always talk about like red zone viability, which is valid because it's the hardest content in the game. But there is a ton of the game that is not that, that you can still have fun with these units and play with them. So if you're a Goku Black fan, it doesn't mean you can't do like legendary Vegeta event runs or things like that and just have fun with the unit, right? Um, but in terms of viability, it really doesn't matter what his longevity is because y'all are summoning for the Dokkan Fest uh, <laughs> LR anyways, who is the most viable unit in the game for a long time to come. So you're just getting this guy packaged, packaged along with it. So if you got yeah. him, you got him and have some fun with it, right? I do agree with that. I would just keep in mind that for future content, like say we got like a legendary freeze event, it's probably yep. going to be scaled up to our oh, own yeah. red zone level, right? Yep. So if a unit yep. doesn't perform that well in red zone, then it's not going to perform well in those future events, right? Is yep. a point I would like to make. But if you're just, you know, just casual having fun, the Goku Black could be a nice unit. And at least he helps synergize your team together, which is the point yep. of him. The issue is Future yep. Saga is not that great right now, but... Oh, worldwide celebration <clears throat> you know yeah there's there's more coming there's definitely more coming and there's ezas we haven't gotten yet and things that we'll talk about here um but yeah as the team gets better he might become more viable which you already mentioned as well so let's talk more about what is going to happen for this team and what we know is coming are uh tech vegeto and str rose are getting ezas now on 5.9 we do have a video coming dropping very soon probably by the time you're hearing this, it might be out already, or maybe I think it will be. Um, but we have the fan made cards again. So if you want to see if you, if you submitted for that and you want to see if your fan made card is featured on our video, please check out that video over on five, nine. Um, I want to get everyone's takes on these easy A's. If you're excited for them, maybe what you hope they're going to be. So Sunblade, we'll start with you this time. What are your thoughts on the Vegito and Rose EZAs? Are they very anticipated for you? Do you think they're going to be good? What do you think? Okay, so I'm just going to throw this out there. I believe they are the most anticipated EZAs of all time. Um, yep. Well, at least for, for TRs. Um, I don't know about LRs at the moment. But yeah, they're, they are very, very, very hype. And I didn't expect them to EZA now. Um, because last time I was on a podcast, I said that Int Goku Black is going to EZA. And I just finished him to level 10 links. And now yep. I'm annoyed. Um, <laughs> but it do doesn't really matter. He's, he's prepared now. But um, Tech Vegeta Blue, he, for me, he's at 55%. Because this unit wasn't featured for a very long time. Um yeah, I'm going to buy him with coins. Uh, he has a very special place in my heart because I was a global player in the past and he was pretty much my first SSR uh, when I played the game. And yeah, I, I hope that he is going to be busted. He probably will be. Um, mm -hmm. He doesn't need a lot. Uh, but yeah, they, Akatsuki shouldn't hold back with him. Um, 
But rosé, rosé is a thing too. Rosé is awesome. I I have in rainbow. Luckily, um, hi Minado, you have him at seventy nine percent. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, Damn. I hope. I hope. Um, He's never featured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am same, I supposed same, to do? <laughs> same same thing with Vegeta Blue. Yes. Um, I hope that he. In, in secret, he will be even better. Um, he has support. Uh, maybe Akatsuki can give him like Q plus three attack fifty percent for extreme class. That would be crazy, but I hope for things like that. So yeah. Cool, cool. We're not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um. No, no. Uh, enough from me. Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Minato. Minato. What's your take here? So I am actually more excited for Rosé than Vegito, which is probably going to be shocking to people. People are going to be like, but Vegito is so strong. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. And I'm a big <laughs> Vegito fan. But I think Rosé, when they released, I personally thought Rosé was better as an overall Hell unit. Yeah. Uh, just because he did like everything at the time. Supported, he had good stats, yep. you know. Uh, the key was so strong and nice leader skill, great link set, good amount of teams, right? This Rosé was a pretty good unit back then, I think, for sure. And I think he did outage the Vegito as well, but it doesn't really matter at this point. They're getting EZAs now, right? Um, I think that the Rosé could be an absolute monster. And I think people... I see, like, everyone talking about Vegito Blue, but I don't see really people talking about how disgusting Rosé can end up being. And he yeah. might surprise them. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Rosé ends up being a better overall unit or something, and Vegito is just, like, a better hard hitter you know mm. unit like that right which was kind of how they were when they released at the you know that makes sense yep yep ningen how about you yeah i will go that uh, that step further i think if they don't mess it up if they do it right i think that it's very possible that sdr rose could be the best tur eza in the game because like minato said and i said i've been saying this for years now when STR Rose came out, um, I think he was the best TUR in the game. Not he might not have been quote unquote the best TUR, but in terms of like the most useful, because Minato touched on it, but like you can put him on any team that he can be run on because he supports, he hits pretty like this is obviously back when he came out, so you've got to consider what the meta was like at the time. But he supports, he hit pretty hard, he had decent defense for the time that he released. Um, he just did everything and obviously had a good link set as well. So like he was really, really good. Um, and yeah, I think that he's one of those units that when he gets his easy a, it's going to go back to the way it was when he first came out, where he's essentially going to be like a must run on every single team that he fits on. Um, so he is probably my most anticipated easy a outside of maybe super Saiyan three Bardock. Um, and when it comes to tech for geo blue, um, I was never a huge fan of Tech Vegito Blue just because when I first got him, I always remember that for whatever reason, I used to just get super unlucky with his RNG to get additional super attacks. So obviously, the less additionals you get, the less impressive he looks. Um, so I was never like a huge fan. Obviously, he doesn't have the counters or anything. Um, so even after he came out, even though he was supposed to be like the updated version, I always kind of preferred the physical Vegito Blue over him. Um, and again, that was, you know, just down to personal experience. But he has the opportunity to be really, really good. But he, like Minato said, like, he's that hard hitter unit. Like, the idea is when you get his easy A, unless they do give him some kind of support, he's the kind of unit that you're going to want to run on main rotation. And he's there to do a bunch of damage. 
And once he gets a bunch of supers off, he's probably going to have pretty good defense. Um, but that's his main role. Whereas, like we said, Rosé, you're just going to use him on every team that he fits on because he helps out the team so much. So, yeah, I'm like super looking forward to his easy A. Those are two units that I already have like fully link leveled. A lot of the time I save units until JP like confirms that they're getting their easy A and then I start link leveling them on global. Um, but those ones I just did straight away because... We did actually get the Rosé and the AGL and the physical for Geo Blue and Rosé. We got their Easy A's as a global first. So I thought there might be a possibility that they do that again. So I made sure to get those two link leveled, like basically straight away. So I am very much looking forward to seeing uh, what they can do. Yeah, a couple of things I want to say. One is both of their stickers are absolute fire. I've been showing them on my camera. They have very fire stickers, some of the best ones in the game. Um, but what I'll say is this with Vegito, what I'm hoping for is they his big thing is he attacks a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. I want him to have a really fat like starter turn attack and defense, like give me 150 percent or something start a turn. We already know he stacks his stats up as he attacks. Um, I would love to see him make him busted and just give him like stacking, like infinitely stacking defense. Then he's going to be looking really crazy. Rose, I think. He's he just like you guys, he's the one I always liked more in the past and I used more in the past because he was a support unit. I actually barely used Tech Vegito Blue. Um, I didn't use him a lot, so that I kind of hope they make him good. Now, something that they do um with these counterpart units sometimes, uh, they could possibly easy A them and actually align them more and make them similar. So what if they added support onto Vegito and they added additionals onto Goku Black? I think that could be very interesting. Um, because you know, Vegito's whole thing is he is a super class lead, uh, and then you know, Goku Black's an extreme class lead. But what if they gave them both support? I think that could be really cool as well. It's one of those things where it's really up to Dokkan is it team A or is it team B doing the EZA, right? Like, how good yeah. are they going to be? We just have to wait and see. I'm I, excited for both, yeah, Minato. Uh, yeah, one thing I would say is that I would prefer they focus on their strengths rather than give them stuff that you know each other would do right because Vegito's going to be an offensive god and then rose is going to be yep. a one a defensive support but then if you give rose like offensive abilities that's kind of like what i was talking about with the ajo goku black where it's like why does he have super effective instead of something defensive right that's that's my, how i like my units though mm -hmm. i would rather them yep. be focused hyper focused on like a certain thing rather than them do kind of everything unless it's like you know like anniversary lrs or something right and in that situation they should do everything but i do hope they make these guys broken as well they deserve yeah. it we've been waiting for for a very long so, time i feel like for these guys one thing i want to say i don't know how like we don't want to obviously go on this for ages and ages but the thing that i'm very interested to see is what are they going to do with their leader skill because oh i've got this i've got i've got this it's um they're gonna do a. They're gonna do one fifty uh, to stats, and they're gonna keep the requirement that you have to have all the different typings. Yep. See, the thing is, when we discussed these units ages ago, because I'm sure we've discussed them on a previous episode before. That's exactly what I said, right? Is keep yep. the keep the restriction so you can give them a higher percentage. Yep. But if honestly now with two hundred percent leads being a thing, um. I honestly think, I don't think they will do this, but if they really wanted to push the boat out, if you keep that restriction, there has to be a unit of every typing, make it like 170 or even 160. Because no one really wants to run 150 leads anymore because we're in the 200% meta now. Um, so yeah, if you keep that restriction, I think they could quite easily make it 160 or 170. Because you think like, say Tech Vegito Blue, 
if you don't have the anniversary LRs, uh, you could run the anniversary gods as a friend. And because Vegito Blue is on beyond uh, Super Saiyan and Kamehameha, so he gets their 200% lead. And then you could literally build his team as a super type unit of each typing that is on beyond Super Saiyan and Kamehameha. And then you kind of almost have yourself a double 200% team, but not quite. Um, and it restricts you to that one unit of each typing, which is a little bit annoying when it comes to team building. No one likes to be restricted, but if it means you get that bigger percentage out of it, I think that would be awesome. So I don't expect it to be that high, but I feel like if they keep the restriction in, you could have an argument that they could make it that high without it being like too crazy. Uh, I, I I was about to say that yeah, Ningen is right. It definitely makes more sense to give them 170, but it's Akatsuki here, and we saw on stream how they play the game. They are not having those thoughts. Like I, I wouldn't yeah. say they are bad at Dokkan, but come on, uh, they are going to do 150 because it's Akatsuki. Um, yeah, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the way they look at it is there's a trade-off in that because you have such a vast array of units, like you're not limited to a category. Yes, you're going to be limited to one per typing. But the pool of units is so large, and I think they kind of treat the same as like how they do mono teams. They they've never like outside of the actual mono meta. Once they've started the category meta, the mono in like full extreme and full super teams have always been set at a lower rate. Yeah. So that's why I think they're going to keep it at one fifty. Now I could realistically see them just take the requirement off and just like flat out be one fifty to all super and then one fifty to all extreme, which I think that would be decent as well. But yeah, I yeah. think that's their logic behind it. Is just your pool of units is so large. They want to give you a lower leader skill. And I think they're really meant to be like uh, cards to help newer players that like don't have good categories set up where they can just run like a, a more vast array of things under a lower leader skill. I think that's their logic, but I could be wrong. All right, well, let's move along here. So that's Vegito and Goku Black Rose. Uh, now we've got STR Trunks and Mai. This is one that it was on my radar as a possibility, but it definitely wasn't like the LREZI I was fully expecting. So yep. we want to get some predictions on this unit. So uh, Sunblade, we'll start off with you on this one. STR Trunks and Mai, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. So pre-EZA, I would say they are one of one of the worst LRs in the game. <laughs> um, I can't even remember the last time I ran them in a team. Um, they were heavily focused or they are heavily focused on a time traveler's team, right? Um, yep, yep. So what I would love is to either get rid of that um, and to make them usable everywhere or make them super busted on time travelers, like make them a support and give them guard or give them a great chance to dodge when uh, all of the allies are time travelers. I don't know. Um, it, it's not that hard to save that unit, but I'm worried because their basic kit is so bad. Um, in my opinion, I don't, I, I don't like them, but, uh, yeah, either, either get rid of that uh, restriction, make it better or make them super crazy with that restriction, give them everything they, they, they need on time travelers team and they're good. Yeah, for sure. I think because my is a part of the card, I definitely could see there being support because my is typically our support unit. So definitely could be a possibility. Um, Ningen, what are you thinking? Um, I think the main thing for them is just to um, either take away the restriction for the dodge part of their passive or just make it so they're much better defensively. Because like the only time I think I've ever used them was I used them for the no item run for um, future um, Super Battle Road uh, because they have that dodge and stun, which is obviously a useful mechanic to have. 
But then in the second fight against Cell, because he's not a Future Saga unit, they can't dodge against him. So then they all of a sudden become a massive liability because their defense isn't good enough. So uh, what I would mostly like to see is they get rid of the restriction for them to be able to dodge. And if they don't, then they need to beef up their defense quite significantly. Because like I say, if you end up going up against an enemy where you can't get that dodge and you can't stun, which obviously you can't do in most of the harder content, um, then they're just not good enough like defensively. So that is the main thing I would like to see. But with the fact that they have stun and dodging and stuff like that, I feel like they are a unit that one of their best places they can shine is in Super Battle Road. So um, they definitely need to make those parts of their kit more useful, I think. But, but yeah, otherwise I would agree. They're definitely low on the tier for TURs because if you're not fighting an enemy that you can dodge, then their defense is just not good enough and they can't stun the enemy if you're taking them into like the red zone or something. So yeah, they need to... <laughs> They need to up that defense quite significantly. <laughs> I, I, All right, I, Minato, hop in. Hop in, Minato. I'm laughing because he said T-Wars. <laughs> Wait, did I? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. There you go. They're, they're the LR that is probably he, closest he, to a T-U-R. He, feel, maybe, he so. feels like a T-U-R, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, we right, have T-U-Rs nowadays that are better than them. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Uh, I think the thing with this unit is that I, I just said I like units to play a specific role. But sometimes they get too specific with these units, right? So this yeah. unit wants to be in a really specific situation to be really great. I think, like, honestly, just get rid of the Future Saga category enemy restriction. Let them get key six and a high chance to evade just whenever. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really good, right? Um, I think it's fine that they keep the buffs being on a time traveler's team, right? I think that's okay. Maybe, you know what they could do? What I said is a lot of my units have this, but give them the scouter, right? The scouter yeah. effect, I think, could be really good on them, right? Um, and that would add a lot of viability. Like, give them the scouter, and then make them stack defense, and then they're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> With the high chance to evade in the key, I, I think that that's really all you have to do to make the unit really good. Uh, there's going busted stuff like that, right? Um, stacking defense is just an ability that just, like... No matter, you just you give that, you know, that ability and they just become like three times better, right? A lot of trunks units, like units with trunks on it, do have stacking defense. Um, so I think that's something that they could definitely give this LR too, right? Because it's a common theme with trunks units. Uh, I think that is fair to say. Yeah, I think giving them, like right now, I think on their super attack effect, they just have like a medium chance to guard, I think, or not guard, but stun on their 12 key and then a high chance on their 18. I think you yep. can make it a high chance to stun on both and then give them at least a one-turn attack and defense buff on super, I think would be really, really good. Um, I know you guys have been talking a lot about that restriction for the dodge chance. I think one way they could fix it, because I feel like they're going to keep that, you know, that future saga enemy restriction, but why not add another condition that says uh, maybe if your full rotation is future saga or your full rotation is time travelers, then they also get it. So give them another way to achieve that. Maybe instead of just cutting it all, all together, which I think it would be fine if they cut it all, all together, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's just going to, they're going to determine what they're going to give them, but they just definitely need more stats. And I think a little bit less restrictions, or if you keep the restriction, make them really, really busted in that situation. Right. I honestly think that they could, um, get a great chance to stun on their 18 key. Cause we've seen, we've been seeing a lot of units get that yep. great chance to stun and then make yep. their 18, the 12 key, the high chance. I think that would be something yeah. that they could do. I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I don't, I wouldn't make them like, busted right because something just yep. a super battle road which this is a super battle road 
design unit, right? So yeah, that makes sense, right? But you know, I the just other- want to give them some red zone long term viability, right? In terms of like longer events or like legendary events, right? Yeah. yeah. The other thing I could see them doing, I wouldn't be a fan of it, but they really like to sometimes on the stun or seal units. They like to give them stats when they're attacking an enemy that's already stunned or whatever. So I could see them saying that, like, if they're attacking a stunned enemy, maybe guarantee crit or get a big attack or defense buff. I could see them doing that. I'm not a fan of it because you're like, there's so many events where you can't stun. Um, so you mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to see it. But in terms of Super Battle Road, that could actually be quite busted if maybe they guarantee crit on a stunned enemy or something. Um, you never know, right? All right. So next up with Tanabata, we have got the Wish Strips. So we'll just do a quick little uh, go around of who you might recommend people pick up with the wish strips. Um, so maybe Minato, we'll start with you. Have you looked much at the wish strips? Do you have any recommendations for people? Yeah, I actually looked over the whole list on a super video too, but um, it's really like three units that I would truly recommend. It's like three or four, right? I think Weirus is a really good option. Ajo going to Frieza and then... Uh, Jinembu. I think those are the three top picks. There's some extra stuff in there like Kuliza, right? But I think those three are the units you want to get because they're just the most valuable. Most of the units on this list suck at this point, just to be real. It's, <laughs> it's a terrible selection that they have, unfortunately. That's yep. all I could say about it, right? Just straight to the point, right? Yeah. Ningen, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just having a quick look at the list again to see if there is anyone that I think was missed. Um, the only thing I guess that, I mean, it doesn't help you now, but obviously there are a few units on here that don't have easy A's yet that I guess could be good in the future. So if you don't have them, I guess you could pick them up over some other units. I'm talking about units like the AGL skinny boo. Um, he's still okay now, but in some of the harder, like ESBR stages, he's starting to take a bit of damage. Um, the physical, <clears throat> the super saiyan Kaioken Goku, the one that came out with the PyCon. I have a feeling like in the future, because he still hasn't got one, um, right. he could have a really strong easy A in the future. But I mean, we don't, we just don't know, right? They could not easy A for like a year and then their easy A could suck. So I think the units that Minato mentioned are definitely ones that are worth picking up now. Um, but if you don't have them uh, <coughs> and you don't want to pick those ones, any units that don't have an easy A yet that you don't have could be potential future winners. But yeah, if you need any of the units Minato mentioned already, I would probably take one of those, to be fair. Uh, Sunblade, do you have any units to add? Yeah, so Minato uh, listed the top picks for sure. I agree with him. Um, but the tech-based trunks, which Dokken awakens to the Super mm-hmm. Saiyan trunks from the Future Saga, he's pretty good. Um, the Super mm-hmm. Saiyan 2 crossover support trunks is pretty mm-hmm. good as well. The tech-based Vegito is good. Um, Kefla's EZA is good. Uh, so, yeah, they are... Quite viable as well. And I personally like the AGL Blue Goku from the Resurrection F movie. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, you have quite a few options. <laughs> I I have all of those rainbowed. I just bought the AGL Golden Freezers to correct some stuff from in the hint potential system. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. They I should th- re- they should renew the list, by the way. List yes. That that tech Vegito, man, I, I, he he's a usable... But I just think he's so overrated. It's just a sour taste in my mouth when people mention him. Finally, finally like, somebody <laughs> says it. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> it's so much. true. Like, they should have given him... If he had, like, guard slot one, he'd be, like, three times better, right? He'd be a god, right? Probably still. But it's like, you put him in slot one, then he takes a super for, like, 600k. Cool. <laughs> and people are, like, double wheeze with him and S-Chair Vegeta, and he's like, he's so good. I was like... <laughs> 
I think one last, uh, two last options I want to mention, I guess, is the 17s, the GT17 and yes. the Fighter 17. Yep. They oh, don't have yeah. a 200% yet. They're good. When we get an actual, like, Android's mm-hmm. leader, and then they get the 200%, I think they could be quite Ooh. solid. So, like, maybe oh, hell yeah. Yeah. a Dokkan Fest fusing Android 17 so that it unlocks their passive. Please. Right? <laughs> that could be really sick, right? And then that's from there i think that's really it right like maybe it's like androids and inhuman deeds or something could be an interesting uh, section there are human inhuman deeds right I, I don't know for sure i guess but uh i guess i could check but yeah i think um besides those everyone else just sucks really i mean uh, one question is base base vegeta the int one on there yeah, he he's good. He's good. Right. Yeah, he's yeah good, right. that's an, that's another good pick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think Super yeah. Saiyan two physical Gohan the support. He's solid too. You know, nothing great. Oh yeah, he's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think now for sure I'm pretty confident we covered basically yeah. everyone. Definitely. And the thing mm-hmm. is that these units are like units from like 2019 at latest, right? The mm-hmm. oldest unit I think on this list. No, the the newest unit on this list is. Um, truth mentioned it to me, but the STR Demon King Piccolo, which was a what? Wow! March? Oh, jeez, oh. he's old. <laughs> March of twenty nineteen. So yeah, they have to update this list. Like it's, yeah. it's so stunning they didn't. You know, know you know who could be a sleeper hit with a future Easy A, that Int Demigra, because he doesn't have an Easy oh, yeah. A yet, and he's <laughs> yeah. one of the best link partners yes, for AGL Meki Cabra, who is actually crazy good. So he's still yeah. good for sure. Man, one I really thing, want him to get an easy A this year, but we'll see. <laughs> one one thing that I noticed, um, I don't know if I'm correct with this, but the Vegetas, the blue Vegetas were on the list last year, I believe. So they changed this. They just removed them and didn't add anybody else. So Wow. They, so the ones that got easy A's just now that you might actually want, they took them off. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure they had an easy A banner for them, right? Is that not what they did? Wow. No. Oh, they didn't do an easy no, banner for that. No. They don't. Oh. They don't do easy banners for those units. It's only the right. best and dollars. Yep. That is crazy. Okay. That is crazy. Um, yeah. I agree with like the units you guys are talking about. I had Janembu and Weirus <laughs> at the top of my list. I think with the easy A's, there actually are some really solid options here, and I think we've shown that as much as we want the list to be updated. I think for newer players or players with not crazy boxes, there are actually some really good choices here. Um, I think Sunblade brought up a good point because there's a lot of players that are maybe in my position where I pretty much ha- I have the whole Tanabata thing rainbowed, like all of them rainbowed, right? So instead of instantly just going for a Kai, you might want to actually look, do you have units where you need to update their hidden potential? There's actually a lot of value there in updating hidden potential on units. So I think that's definitely something that veteran players need to look at. Don't just jump in and grab Kais right away. Uh, look at your hidden potential. I think that's a good strat for some people. And then the other thing that we brought up that's a good point uh, even though there's some really bad units on there, if they don't have an EZA, there is potential. So you could always go kind of that little gamble, that future proof, but go for something that maybe hasn't EZA yet. Not the worst idea, right? Anything else to add on with strips? I would nope. recommend Kai's regardless. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like uh, how do I explain it? Just to to Kai's, me, though, I think it's more it, useful. But they give out a lot of them now, I guess. But I don't know. Right. Um, to me, to me, like taking the unit, that's like saving me five dragon stones to fix him potential. I would rather take five dragon stones over a Kai. That's my take yeah. on it. That's fair, right? But you can, yeah. you're just gonna guess and then what if the EZA sucks or you know, No no no, I'm talking about for fixing hidden potential. Yeah, if you, if you know there's one that you need to fix, yeah. then it's oh, yeah, that's yeah. fair, right? I mean yeah. you meant, yeah. who mentioned they did Golden Freezer? Was it Ningen? Yeah, I think it was me. Yeah. No, no, it was me. Oh, it's Sunblade. Sunblade. Right? Sunblade. There you go, right? Yeah. See? That's something you could do, right? Um mm-hmm. 
Maybe I'll do that actually. I'll check. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I went for, it, for dodge now with him. So yep. yeah, and it idea. depends on what your Kai stash. But I'm at like almost 300 Kai's. So like, I would much rather fix in potential. Now, if you're lacking Kai's, sure, grab Kai's because I have 20 you want Kai's. Super <laughs> hey, you dude, have 20 I have Kai's? two. Yep. I have two. Damn. Someone I, hasn't I, been doconing responsibly. I see. Jeez. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well then. <laughs> I, All right, I well, use Kaizen Goku Black, for example. I, I don't care. <laughs> Just gonna <laughs> farmable super attack Goku Black. <gasps> <gasps> oh my god, I wasted 20 That's minutes right. of my time. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I'll probably use Kaizen on him as well, because the drop rate yeah. for that tech-based Goku Black is actually horrendous. So It's so bad. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even bother. Yeah, like, um, yeah, no. I just got the uh, World Tournament Goku Black, the STR one. I actually just rainbowed him on the World Tournament banner, which we're going to talk about World Tournament, but... Um, I just use Kai's on him. I didn't want to farm up those Me Goku too. Blacks. Yep, I um, use Kai's on him. Yeah. <laughs> when you got his awakening, Tune is crying out there somewhere. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't always doke on responsibly around here, you know. But um, so let's talk about the next topic. Now this is a pretty hot topic. We'll try to keep it brief. But JP just got a new link level event, and I'll just summarize it for everyone in case people aren't familiar. But basically, oh, there is a new stage that you are guaranteed to get a link level. doesn't matter what level it is. Every unit will guaranteed link level up one level on all of their links. Um, it, it is locked behind keys that do cost money. It costs, I think, about 10-ish dollars to buy all the keys. You get four runs, and you can do this once per month. So let's kind of quickly go through the rounds, just your take on it or whatever you want to say on it. Let's start with Ningen. What are your thoughts on the link level event with the keys? Gimme. Gimme, 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 gimme. So that was my yeah. tweet. That was my tweet. Amazing. <laughs> Give me them Amazing. all global for bring them to global for the anniversary. And this will be the massive, the biggest dub that Global has seen in a long time. So mm. yeah, personally, we've all talked about it to death. So I'm not gonna go into a huge amount of detail, but I think it's a cool idea. Um this anyone who thinks this is the first time Dokon has put in some sort of way for you to pay to cut out a certain part of the grind, I guess doesn't play the game. I don't know. Um, if you have an issue with this and you don't have an issue with like the ticket packs that we get on global, where not only do you get a guaranteed featured unit multi, but you also get like skill orbs and stuff that you can't get from anywhere else. Cause for me personally, my RNG for my chain battle rewards is awful. Every single time mm. I have like no good skill orbs at this point. Um, so I, I genuinely don't see what the difference is. And the, one of the major things that sets it apart, I think, for me, if it was the keys on its own, then maybe the discussion would be slightly different. But the, the keys come with stones and the packs cost basically what it would cost you to buy the stones in the first place. So if you're someone who spends money on the game and you buy stones, you're basically just getting the keys for free. So... Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I can't wait for them to come to Global. I will buy all four, uh, all three packs every month. So, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> all right, Sunblade, your take. Okay, so Ningen said the most important things here. I totally agree with him. And there's one more thing. We boot up the game every day, multiple times, especially me. Um, yeah. And there's a sentence right at the beginning where like, the game says like you can buy stuff to... Yeah, um, increase the speed of certain things. And I don't know the exact words since I'm playing JP, but you're upset now? Um, like the game told you this <laughs> years ago. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, and, and Ningen said the most important part, you're getting stones with it. Um, about yep. thir 30, 30 uh -huh. stones. So uh, yeah, um, I, I'm totally fine with this. Everyone should be. Yep. 
That's it. Yeah. If you okay. go, if you look at the sales in the game, or not the sales, but just the shop. If there's no sales, buying one of the thirty-two stone packs costs more than buying all of these key packs. So, so yeah, if you buy stones, it's cheaper than buying stones on their own. Dang. Well, well, it, it is the 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 fact is that free to play players cannot experience this right now, and that's why they are mad or disappointed. And I get that. I that's okay. <sighs> I know that they are disappointed, but um, the packs are fine. Uh, it's yeah. Not a shitty deal. Um, Global has much worse deals at times. So uh, yeah, let's not talk yeah. about the hidden potential orb packs that yeah. are still the same price <laughs> and are so, what, terrible like value. Twenty, terrible twenty dollars, and you can open one of the four paths worth of orbs, and that's it. So you'd have to buy four of those packs if you wanted to actually rainbow a unit. Like those are disgraceful. I I yeah. have never and would be mad at anyone who did ever buy those. They are terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and one more thing, um, I don't know if, if newer players are listening to this podcast, be smart about those keys. Level up units which have like level 8, level 9 links and not level 1 or level 2s. Yeah. Grind, <laughs> grind them up until the end and then use the keys. That's the smart way. Yep, yep, that is the way. As the Mandalorian would say, this is the way. Uh, Minato, what are your thoughts on the keys? I'm going to play kind of like a little... I understand why people are upset at it because they're not upset that it's necessarily like link leveling. They're upset that it's an event that's locked behind pay a paywall, right? But the thing is that you're looking at it the wrong way where you're not buying this these keys to play any like to have fun and play the event for fun. It's a cool, difficult event. This is just a way to progress your characters. It just happens to me that link leveling is the has only gotten by actually playing an event, right? So that's the reason why it's an event in the first place. Otherwise, it would be like some kind of, I don't know, key you feed into the character. I don't think that this means that I feel like people are jumping the gun and saying, oh, in the future, what if they lock future red zone stages or whatever into no. uh, <laughs> keys or something like that? That's I think that's different because that's actual content. This is not actual content. This is just a way to progress your characters. Like Negan said, hidden potential system orbs, equipment. I think they're all the same thing. And secondly, we don't even know. This thing came out like two days ago. We have no idea if they're going to make it missions where you can get some for free in the future. And then at that point, this entire thing is really invalidated, right? Because it's like, you got to play it for free anyways. So it's yep. like, we don't know for sure. We have to wait and see instead of jumping and saying, this is the worst thing Dokkan's done. Uh, that's my point right it there. I not. think the keys are fine, right? I think the yep. keys are yep. really good. And they're actually really yep. good value. Again, they're not like horribly overpriced. They're essentially... The same as, like Negan said, a 30-stone pack for getting four runs, basically just as an addition to it. I think it's good. Um, I really like it. It's like, in my in my head, you get the 30 stones to link level, your character's up, and then you probably have extra left over, and then you use the keys to finish it off. So they basically yep. give you the free link level 10. Instead of using those stones to summon, you could use them to link level the characters, which is what I think they have in mind if you want to get it done really quickly. And... I'm sure we all know if you're an avid link leveler, the pain for having a one last level nine link take yeah. like a week to get done, especially as a content creator or something. Goodbye to those days. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> well, I saw people saying in the discussion, like if you do link level a lot, you know this experience. It'll have happened to you at least once, I'm sure. 
But to get a unit's last links from 9 to 10, even if it's more than one, because obviously the key does all of them. So when you get a unit to all of their links are 9 or higher, the key is obviously then going to finish them off. I've had people saying in the comments and stuff, it's like when a unit gets to all level 9 links, it's taken them like 10 stones worth of stamina refreshes to get all of those links to then get to 10. So this is like you're buying stones, but then you're also getting the key. Like it's actually better value than it is spending stones to refresh stamina to keep playing it over and over again. So for and people who spend money, they're actually really good value. So. I feel like people that care about link leveling the most to get all those link level tens are people who spend stones in link level, yep. which are usually spe uh, paying players, right? Yep. I think that free-to-play players wouldn't really, shouldn't really use stones to yeah, link exactly. level like that. Um, I guess the thing I will keep in mind, though, is that uh, this is not related to Dokkan, but Google is going around and stopping you from making out-of-country per purchases, right? So I know, like, you know, Grand Cross was hit by this recently. So uh, maybe a thing on JP soon where you won't be able to buy these JP style packs, right? It won't, it won't matter for global, I guess. But something to keep in mind in JP since we're on that kind of topic about spending players and stuff like that. Um, uh, it could be another topic itself, but just something I wanted to slide in there if you're a jp player that spends watch out for that yeah and i'll jump in here really quick i just had a couple of quick things i'll say on the keys but i think there was a good point that um there's nothing to say that they won't give these out in the future at some point remember they literally just came out so they're just kind of testing the water with it um but i think if they say gave some of these out for anniversary i think all the paying players they're still gonna buy these on top of that and just link level more um, and the thing I want to remind free to play players that are maybe upset about this, remember you guys are playing the game completely for free. You get to enjoy this amazing, wonderful game without putting any money in. You're not contributing to the revenue of the game. Um, and this is actually be helpful because it's going to bring in more re revenue to help the game do better. And as a free to play player, you want the game to do well. You want to let the whales carry the game for you so you can continue to enjoy it for free. So don't be upset about it because you, you get to play this awesome game completely for free. And once again, they might shoot these keys to you down the road for free anyway. So I think it's a win-win. I don't see any negatives to it. I think it's a complete positive in, in every aspect. Um, literally, they're basically adding a, a $10 a month subscription to me because I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm going to continue to pay my $10 a month or whatever I'm doing for the daily capsule thing that we have on Global. I don't think JP has that yet, do they? That that daily capsule thing oh we have we have no. that you do have that oh, okay but, but you did not, that first not not J not both packs only one of them yeah didn't jp get it first or am i crazy no no global had that first global had it first jp got so, it mean, like in january i think yeah so so dokkan's very clever because they're already doing so well on these big celebrations well spending a bunch of money but now they're essentially going to have two monthly fees coming from people and people are going to gladly pay it because they're not that expensive and that's like 20 bucks a month coming from a ton of the player base. That's guaranteed revenue coming in, say, even if a banner does bad, like Raditz comes out in his trash. Well, hey, we still got all our monthly fees from all these players. Like, this is fantastic for the game. It's fantastic for Dokkan because it's going to thrive past the ninth anniversary, most likely. Um, and it's just going to keep going forever and ever and ever, it seems like. So I think it's all good. All good. Anybody else want to throw in before we move on? I would say free-to-play players do not miss out on anything. So yeah, nothing has not, changed for them. 
it's not like they're saying you can't link level. You can still do it. It just takes more more time. Think of it yeah. this way. Pay-to-play players, you're just paying for the convenience of going faster. That's all it is. It's a very uh-huh. common gotcha practice. Uh, you, you pay for that convenience. And, and the other thing is I've heard even people say that it's pay to win. Uh, what are you paying to win? Dokkan's not PvP. Yeah. Uh, power level is a thing, but it literally means nothing. Like, you don't get anything for a higher power level. It's literally just a flex. So I'm not going to accept the argument that it's pay to win because there's nothing to win. I'm t- yeah, <laughs> so- exactly. I'm telling you I'm telling you right now, for people that think that this is pay to win because it's like an unfair advantage or something, to get a guaranteed one link level per key. Um, I mean, I'm telling you right now, if your best team in the game only at, like, level five links, you can't beat, like, the red zone. The problem is not that your units are only level five links. Like, you do not have to have full level 10 links units to beat all of the content. You do not have to link level. Obviously, it makes it easier because the units get more powerful, and especially when we're talking about links like Big Bad Bosses. But it's not something you have to do. Like, there are people out there, I'm sure, that have beaten all of the red zone stages who never link level. So it's not something you have to do in order to be able to play the game. So it's just an added bonus which is what these kind of games games do for people that are willing to pay and like sunbird said is literally what it says when you load up the game it's like there are in-app purchases and that we we won't want to dive down the rabbit hole but just as an off-the-cuff like mention there are a lot of gacha games that sell you things to cut down on grind time and uh yeah if this is like dokon's worst where i mean they're all packs are the worst but if this is the worst that Dokkan is going to do compared to what some of those other games do, then yeah, this is fine. <laughs> I've played games where you have to... Go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skill issue, I fear. Skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you if we can go, can we go into the shop and use dragon stones to buy skill? Because then we're paid to win. Can we buy skill? I don't know. You can about buy that. units. <laughs> you can buy units exactly. I mean, all it's right. Like, gotcha nah. games are gotcha games are paid to win. That's the point yeah. of it. You spend I money to win. Yeah, yeah we could That's literally we could talk about this forever because you're <laughs> yeah. literally arguing the fact that people who spend money can buy more stones, so they can pull more dupes for the units, so the game is easier. So yes, literally from the ground up, the game is easier if you spend money. Like, this is nothing new. <laughs> yep, standard gacha practice. Uh, some gacha games even charge you to do auto battling, which is a basic thing. Like, yeah. I've played gachas like that. So there's definitely worse out there. Uh, if people remember first anniversary, STR Gogeta's rates were actually secretly lowered on global. That's a pretty dirty thing. So yeah, there's a lot worse out there. But anyways, we're going to keep going forever if I don't move us along. So let's jump into global. Global has anniversary right around the corner. So they want to know which LR should we summon for first or which one if we could only choose one. So uh, Ningen, you and I are representing Global here. So Ningen, if you could only pick one of the new LRs, who would you go for first? Man, I can't believe we're starting with this topic and not the the hype that is the World Tournament. But anyway, yeah, so no. the, the anniversary LRs. Um, I've said this before a few times. Um, People have their favorites. People have the one that they think is better over the other one. I think they're so close that it really doesn't matter. Like, if you think one is better, um, there's no point arguing. Like, they're both so good. Um, And obviously, Mm -hmm. with Global not having Vegeta and Trunks, like, they're the two best units in the game. It doesn't really matter. 
Um, yep. I think people like the leader skill for the gods a bit more, and people like the passive for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta a little bit more than the blues, or some people do and some people don't. Uh, for me, I think the Super Saiyan 4 banner is better in terms of overall value because it has more LRs that literally get easy A's during the celebration. Um, but again, everybody's box is different. So if you need more units on one banner, that's probably the one that is the most value. Because again, if you pull one of the two LRs, even if you don't pull the other one, if you pull one of the two and you can build their teams well, you can beat all the red zones. That so You don't need to pull both of them. Obviously, that will help because you can run them on each other's teams as well. But um, it pretty much just comes down to which one is your favorite and why. And if, if whatever your reason is that it's your favorite, you're probably not wrong. So for me, I'm going to go for the LR Super Saiyan 4s first. Um, and the only reason is literally because I like the form <laughs> Super Saiyan 4 more than I do God and Blue. So obviously, yep. ideally, I get both, but I'm going for the Super Saiyan 4s first. Uh, as a, you know, someone with the box of my cal caliber, I don't need any of the other units apart from extra copies of the uh worldwide download celebration units because global has to wait like was it like 10 months for them to come back so they're the only ones i think i actually need dupes for but yeah i'm going team monkey all the way so all right well so for global players the other thing i'm gonna say is is don't let the like trunks and vegeta deter you from summoning on this because we're yeah. not getting them till december so you're yeah. going to be starving for like months if you don't get these like these units are going to make the game so much easier for you. Um, I'm kind of in the camp that I like that Super Saiyan 4 is a teeny bit better and I think their banner is better. So that would be my choice. But if you are a newer player, the gods have a better leader skill and they're going to help you. They're going to be more open to your limited box selection. So I think that is something to keep in mind. But the general thing with any banner is which one has more units you need. Um, especially if you're a veteran player, that can be a way to judge it as well. So that's kind of where I stand on that. Um, Minato or Sunblade, do you want to comment on the Super Saiyan 4s or the gods at all? Any advice think, to global players? I think you guys kind of, kind of covered it. It yep. does depend on how your box looks and what you need. It does depend on which one is your favorite, right? Because um, they're both pretty even, I'd say, right? Um, they both destroy red zone, so that's a good thing. And really, I would say, if I have to speak from an objective standpoint, the Super Saiyan 4 banner is the more valued banner, just because it has more top-tier units. And it actually, like, forms a team for you. The Super Saiyan 4 banner, if you summon on it, you summon and get the GT Heroes team, which is still a very viable team. Mm -hmm. While it's on the Gods banner, it's kind of like these random units that don't really fit on there, yeah. right? Um, Which is something to consider, right? If you summon on the Gods, you're summoning... And you don't really get like a fully fleshed out team. Well, the Super Saiyan 4 banner gives you that team, right? Or at least the core with the LRs, basically like the LR Super Saiyan 4s, right? Um, and that's really it. Uh, not, not much to add. You guys kind of cover the rest. Yeah. And other than that, I mean, we're just hyped for anniversary. We'll, we'll cover it more as it actually approaches. We are, what, less than a week away? I think, yeah. uh, I believe, uh, what, Friday is when it starts. And I think the banners are going to drop late Saturday night, maybe early Sunday morning, I think is what we're thinking, right? Uh, yeah, the I think based on the 9th, the, the like the 9th, I think, the is ninth, when they're yeah, going to drop. Based yeah. on the, the dates for when they said about the countdown celebration, it's going to yep. be either Thursday or Friday that the anniversary officially starts and then the banner comes out the day after. Yeah, so very, very hyped for that. But what could be more hype than the World Tournament? So Global is playing World Tournament. Uh, Ningen, you just got done with a 12-hour stream of the World Tournament, your favorite mode. Do you want to give and us I, a little I, summary of how that went? 
I just love it so much. How could I not play it for 12 hours? But <laughs> no, it was just for the sake of the stream. It was fun. Um, I've said this a million times. I say it on my streams and stuff. Streaming the world tournament is one of the easier ways to get through the world tournament because it makes it yeah. feel like less of a grind because you have like, you know, the people in chat to talk to and people in chat say the same thing. Like they're grinding along as well. So it's a little thing to kind of take your mind off it a little bit. Um, at the end of the day, it's not something that's really that worth doing. I mean, the team Goten is okay. Um, but obviously nowadays, after they revamp the rewards a little bit, you can do the 23 million points worth of missions and get a free, well, a guaranteed copy of him. Um, it only takes like, I don't know, depends how quickly you do it and what team you're using. But I was trying to keep an eye on how quickly my points were going up. And over the whole weekend, if you can play it for about six hours over the entire weekend, you can get to the 23 million points. But he's not really that worth it. And with any world tournament, you know, the better rewards you only get when you get higher. Like if you want orbs, you have to finish in the top 1,000, which, you know, takes quite a lot of work. And this is right before the anniversary. So a lot of people, if you don't have a lot of stamina, then obviously you can only do so many runs of the world tournament before you have to refresh with a stone. Um, and right before the anniversary, people don't really want to do that. Um, once you get past a certain threshold where you can, you have a lot of maximum stamina, because uh, I'm a very high rank, so I have like 360 or something. So even when I grind pretty flat out and spend stones, like, you know, a few stones a day to refresh stamina, I normally end up right at the end with a few more stones than I started with. But if you're in a position where that's not going to be the case, especially right before the anniversary, it's really not worth uh, spending your stones and time to uh, grind out what is essentially LR Broly or Cell Super Attack uh, Generator. Because basically what the mode is at this point. So, yep. Spit out AoE attacks and repeat. Yep. <laughs> Don't get hit. It. AoE. Yeah. Repeat. <laughs> Basically. This is this is Ghost Usher's time to shine. This is his <laughs> event. He's all about it. So yeah, I you know, Ningan, you said streaming makes it easier. What makes it easier for me is uh playing the world tournament during the Dokkan Battle podcast. I have been doing it this entire time, uh trying to get up to my insane high score of 23 mil, and I get my 23 mil and I am out. Um, the big thing I've always said about world tournament. Uh, the reward does not justify the grind. No. If they really want people to grind, I don't know why people do it or how people do it because it's crazy. Um, but the unit to me isn't worth it. I think eventually they need to start adding EZA medals and start EZAing these units and then make it be like, okay, now we're talking. Now this unit's like a red zone unit. I want to get them, right? Like high school yeah. Gohan EZAs and he's a red red zone king or something. Like that's that's what we're talking about. But right now, I'm not grinding for this, uh, what, Go 10, teen Go 10 unit. Um, and I, yep. I mean, I recommend like newer accounts. Like if you can grind a 30, like the Kai's are definitely worth it, but I'm sitting around 300 Kai's. It's not worth my time. Um, so I go to 23 right. mil, get my one copy of the unit over time. I usually end up rainbowing them at some point. Um, but if you must have the unit rainbow, then sure grind. But I usually don't think it's worth it for that. Right. Yeah. If you want to rainbow the unit, you have to finish in the top 2000 because then you get four extra copies. And obviously you get your one from the 23 million points, so you can use them to open the paths. But he also doesn't have a farmable super attack, so he's not yep. really a unit that's really worth Kai's either. Um, right. The thing that I don't think I've ever really thought about it this way before, but we were talking about it on the stream. But like, I genuinely do not understand the logic behind the design of this game mode because it's a phone game, 
Um, what would you say, like, the longest event in the game, and as long as you're not using, like, a really slow stacking team or whatever, the longest event in the game would probably take you 45 minutes to an hour if you're going really slow to complete. Yep. Whereas, like, a lot of people who play this game, they probably log in. If it's not a new banner day and they're just logging into summon, you log in, you do a couple of events, you do your dailies, maybe you try, like, that one stage of the red zone that you still haven't beaten, and then an hour later, you're not playing the game anymore. So. Who thought it was a good idea to add in a game mode where the only way to finish in the top tiers of the ranking system is to play the game for like 50 hours over the course of three days? Like, who thought that was a good idea for a mobile game? I genuinely do not understand the logic behind the design of the world tournament. It is actually crazy to me, but... When you, you design a game mode that causes people to bot to cheat the game mode, you know it is a bad game mode because <laughs> yep. people don't want to actually play it. You should yep. design modes that people actually enjoy playing and want to play. Give me co-ops. Give me raids. Give me something different to replace this or a different way to structure it. But give yep. me something I actually want to play, please. And don't make me have to do it for hours upon hours on end, please. Yeah. Um, so, There's yeah, literally that's my... nothing else in the game that takes this long. Uh oh, Vilify, what's a game that has co-op and raids? Uh it I I I don't think that game exists. I heard I heard um, that it was bad, lol. I mean, I I I hear that game doesn't know how to that <laughs> game doesn't know how to run an anniversary properly, so I don't True. know if we should bring that game up. True. You know, Dok Dokon knows how to run an anniversary, so I think we're good there. All right. Well, I think <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up for this week, but does anybody else want to chime in on anything before we leave for this week? Uh, give me your luck. So. Everyone in the comments, give me your luck. You doing another one? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. For the future. <laughs> for the all future, right. please. <laughs> well, let's let's. We're all gonna put our arms up in the air, and we're all gonna put our luck out to everybody summoning on the anniversary on global. Good luck to everyone. I hope all your summons are great. Hopefully, uh, my rank seven 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 luck gets me through. I'm hoping that that's going to bring me good luck. So we'll see, but that is going to do it for our show today. This has been episode 89 of the Dokkan battle podcast. Uh, my name is Joe Wags. It's been an honor hosting for you today. I would like to thank our guests today. Uh, we have the mass Ningen, Minato and Sunblade. Also thanks to Vilify for helping us out behind the scenes. Uh, appreciate everybody catching us and watching this video. Uh, hopefully we'll catch you guys all on the next one. See you later. Bye.